legend has it that they just used um, Nick Nolte's voice as Batman's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to me, this isn't a car. Where's the Mandalorian going? I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> I love it. Well, they say the movies are quite the talk of the town, but I prefer two idiots to kind of dumb things down. So, settle in and here we go, it's just two idiots radio. Hey everybody and welcome, my name's Colin and this is my co-host, Robbie. Hello. And we are Just Two Idiots. Uh, this is a podcast about movies, entertainment, pop culture, TV shows, pop culture, movie and entertainment, and so forth. Don't forget movies. Ooh. I did forget that. But yeah, um, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the stupidity that is this. I ran out of words because I used words all my words. Hard. I used them all up. <laughs> I used up the words in my head. <laughs> there are <laughs> no more. the box of words out and they're empty. <laughs> so a lot of exciting things are going on, wouldn't you say? Like, not at this exact moment, but, you know, the world surrounding this. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, uh, past, present, and future. The future things are very exciting because, you know. Oh, the days of future past. That's right. That particular X-Men movie that I still haven't seen. It's all right. You've seen it? Yeah, I think I own it. <laughs> you think the, you own it? It's uh, digital. <laughs> I, I mean, like the franchise. I, I own part of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the DVD's holding up a wobbly table leg. <laughs> Shim it. I just don't know which one because i got a lot of wobbly legs here. <laughs> You're just walking through the house. It's just a bunch of tables. Just <laughs> <laughs> On DVDs. For the particularly bad one, I use this box set of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> There's one table that doesn't even have a leg. It's just an entire stack of DVDs. It's the Star Wars saga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Hey, you know, that's a commentary on the state of Star Wars. Um, it's garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> space garbage. Um, Speaking of Star Wars and recent events, yes. uh, what did you think of the Colin Trevorrow script that Ooh, they leaked? Don't, you're probably, <laughs> we're unleashing this, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> I thought this was going to be a short one. <laughs> it's it's out there, make, it's making the old internet rounds. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, if any of you guys are able to find it, uh, it's it's fairly easy to access. I think I found it on Reddit um, somewhere. There's like a PDF you can download. Uh, yeah, if you like Star Wars and you're curious about that kind of stuff, even if you liked Episode Nine, I, I think it'd be worth a read. It's it's just kind of fun to I don't know see like a what if kind of scenario. Yeah. But I I really enjoyed what it. Could have been. Yeah, I mean it's kind of frustrating, but. At the end of the day, I I really enjoyed reading it. I thought it was yeah really satisfying, and it was also a cool like I don't know how if you felt this too like an insight into how uh, people write scripts, especially for movies yeah. like how he sets up a scene and then how they Cues. kind of lay everything out and yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you think about it? I loved it. Uh, you actually you sent it to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's a movie script. I'm not going to read it. And then I read it like one and a half times. So you read it way more than I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I remember I was like texting you while I'm reading it, just like my messages were just like, dude. <laughs> no, I loved dude, it. I thought Star it was great. Wars. It was nice to see some of those characters in different uh situations, you know, kind of like we said, yeah, what could in have space. been and I was very satisfied with it. Yeah though, no, if you guys like you said, if you guys have access to it or if you can find access to it, uh I'd say give it a read. It's yeah. 
really satisfying, kind of fun. Um, and yeah, just, I thought really well written and, and, and it is, and I, and I've been prefacing this to like everyone I sent this to is regardless of how much you like this, we have to, you know, you have to be aware that this version of the script would never actually see the big screen just because it was yeah. written before Carrie Fisher died. Um, she was in it quite a bit. Yeah. It, I could see where they would have a lot of troubles rewriting it and, you know, so um let's see what else we got on the docket yeah what else is happening in the uh the great pop culture world out there um was it we watched the trailer to unusual things season four ah odd Uh, happenings odd happenings the tv show uh (laughs) where odd things happen there's the four times Dermatologogan is the main villain. <laughs> Gives you acne. Yeah, the kids on Stranger Things have suspiciously clear skin. That's right. It's because of the Dermatologan, or whatever the hell you <laughs> just called it. I don't even remember. Is it just like, does it spit like acne cream, or is it made of? I don't know how this works. Those are both images I would rather not explore at the moment. <laughs> it's too late. They're already it's, up there. It's in, Thanks. It's it's been dropped in the old deposit box brain of bucket. my brain. The old brain bucket. <laughs> you vomited that image right into my brain bucket. <laughs> I don't like that either. <laughs> I really don't like that. All of these descriptions are really wet, and I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just that big wet description. Um, <laughs> so Stranger Things season four. Uh, well, there's not what'd much. What do you think to, of it? There's not much to talk about in this, really. I guess because. I think everyone kind of already called this. Uh, so spoiler alerts coming up here. Not I'm not doing the theme for this. Um, Hopper's alive. That's all that shows. He's working no, on Dennis a train Hopper track. Dennis Hopper died years ago. Did he? he I don't he think did. he did. Isn't he I still think alive? He did. I think Dennis he's still Hopper? alive. I think he's dead. No. All right. Well, you we're, go ahead and talk we're about good Stranger friends, Things. And it's Hollywood. They don't let people die. <laughs> they just rehashed him as CGI character. So even if he's dead, no one ever really dies. <laughs> no one ever really dies. <laughs> he's he's in some sort of you know uh, what's it called? Um, dear God, I completely forgot the term for this. Russia? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the I was trying to I was trying to make a Super Bowl commercial joke and I couldn't remember hummus. There we go. For the love oh. of God. Next to uh, Ric Flair driving Who's, a big old hummus. <laughs> yes, the hummus bus. The hummus H two. <laughs> the hummer, the hummer, the hummus hummer. Hum, sir, don't like hum-sir. that. Another wet image. <laughs> yeah, that's just a big wet vehicle for a <laughs> big wet man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the slogan, actually. <laughs> Thomas H2, a big wet vehicle for a big wet man. <laughs> I regret it, but I don't. Um, <laughs> Can't take it back. Oh, it's God. It's out there in, in the air. <laughs> so, yes, Stranger Things Season 4, it's got, a, it's got a small sizzle trailer, if that's what you call it. I don't know. I like the sound of it. Mm. Um, yeah, shows Hopper. Hopper's alive. Shocker. Um, he's in, he's Russia. in Russia. He's working on their rail system because somebody's got to do it you know yeah but he's been working on the railroad uh how long all the live long day wow <laughs> man i don't remember the rest of the words of that song i mean either i just completely blanked out 
So won't you guide my sleigh tonight? <laughs> <laughs> John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. Da 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 da. I've been working on the railroad <laughs> all the live long day, and the home of the brave. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, I mean, it just kind of confirms what we all thought. We Nobody thought that Hopper was really dead. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't think they could get away with that one. Yeah, I mean, it was a good ending, but, I mean. It was, yes. It was a pretty big, like, wink-wink ending that they had where it was, like, the American or whatever the hell, you know. Yeah. So, it's like, that's he's an American, I and, think, unless he's Canadian. And we know where everybody else is, so we assume that's the American. How did he get to Russia? We don't know. I don't know. Plane? Communist black magic. Red magic. Red magic. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Like me the sound of that. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was going to watch this anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Not that it was like, I'm watching Stranger Things now. It's like, come on, get with it. We're all watching Stranger Things. Everybody's always watching Stranger Things at all times. I'm actually watching it right now while we talk. Oh, yes, I'm constantly watching it. (laughs) (laughs) So Sonic the Hedgehog is out. Right. Yeah, I it's doing about that. better than they projected. Have you seen it? No, me neither. <laughs> Moving <laughs> Everybody on. Everybody that I know who's seen <laughs> it, they basically say uh, that Jim Carrey, of course, is phenomenal in it as yeah. Doctor Robotnik, and that's all they have to say about it. They're like, Sonic's kind of cute, but Jim Carrey is amazing. I'm like, well, duh, it's yeah, Jim Carrey in a mean, wacky what, role. What more do you want? Um, yeah. I have seen, like, the one clip where he gets, like, this guy's asking me if he wants a latte or something. He's like, of course I do. I, I love, love the way you make them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that clip. That was good. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I like that. I don't know if I'll go to theaters and see it, but. Nah, I probably won't. Uh, I'm intrigued. Maybe I'll, you know, if it's on a streaming service, maybe I'll see it. Yes. I um, will also stream that. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, looks fun. I'm glad that it's it's got some positive reviews because. Yeah. I think that they deserve it because. Dude, they literally re- redesigned the main character because people were like, I don't like that. I'm like, okay, that's fan service I could get behind in the sense of, well, I mean, that was a terrifying, it really was. horrifying rendition. Like, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's one thing where, like, I didn't think people were really nitpicking. It was, like, he did look kind of horrifying with, like, his weird yeah. beady eyes and his, like, human teeth. And you're like, what the <laughs> It's like and his calves look like tree trunks. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog stole various human body parts from people, and you're like, "I'm a human." Like, Frankenstein's yeah. hedgehog. <laughs> Must run. <laughs> Take legs. Instead <laughs> of just like Clancy Brown. Mandalorian. <laughs> Let's see your face, Mandalorian. <laughs> Mando, me boy. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, got me horns. It's just turning into a random pirate. Well, since they listened to the fans regarding uh, Sonic's design, I vote that for the sequel, if they make one, they replace <laughs> Sonic's voice actor with Clancy Brown and James Marston's character with Bill Burr. It will be a mess. I'd watch like, the a hell fast, out of that. You're a real fast hedgehog. Yes, I am. <laughs> how fast you got to run? That seems a little outrageous, the amount of how fast you're going. I mean, what? where you got to go? <laughs> Just turns into a really awkward movie. <laughs> Time management skills are chemics. That's why you got to run so fast. 
Yeah, I'd I'd be on board for that. I'd watch that faster than this one, you know? Hey. That's true. I would watch it at Sonic Frankenstein speeds. And that is either fast or slow. I'm not sure because they both go at opposite speeds. Really fast shuffle. It's fast, but it's ugly. He doesn't get anywhere fast, but he looks like he's he's moving fast. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if there's anything else. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I think that's all the major news we've got. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. We should probably actually get to the thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, what is the thing we're going to talk about this week? We're talking about The Simpsons. Have you ever seen The Simpsons before? Oh, how many episodes are there? Like 500? So I've only seen it about 247 billion times. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) What about you? You ever heard of this cartoon before? I think it's a cartoon. Yeah, once or twice maybe uh, a day (laughs) for my entire childhood. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, uh, it's funny that it's taken us this long to actually get to a Simpsons episode, but, um, yeah, we pretty much grew up on it. I, I really credit the Simpsons for more of my like upbringing than my actual parents. Yeah. I Uh, have no family except for the Simpsons family. Oh, my family is yellow. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah, no, um, yeah, this is, uh, Probably one of my, at least in memory, one of my favorite episodes. I don't know. If, yeah. Is it up there for you? Absolutely. Um, we had talked about a couple of different episodes, and we we're leaning towards the monorail one, and mm-hmm. I think I threw out this name, and you're like, no, yes, let's do that one. I want to do that one <laughs> instead. And I was like, oh, yes, this is like one of my, it's probably yes. my top three. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, and we'll get to why, but yeah, it's it's really good. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching it again, but yes. Let's and jump right into this one then. I don't know the rest of the words, so. All right, so this episode, uh, The Simpsons, it is from season eight. Yes, season eight, episode two, called. You only move twice. There we go. I almost uh. forgot it. <laughs> so let's talk about the title first thing. Yes. Uh, obviously, it's a reference to a film. What film is that a reference to? You only move once. <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, the U-Haul industry and how the U-Hauls would notoriously break down after one trip, regardless it's, of how far it was. Uh, it was very quite sad, actually. Cause many deaths. How? Yeah, and a lot of damage elaborate. to dolly carts because the dolly carts had to pick up all that slack when the trucks went down. Just like they're just scootering it, you know, just pushing off with a foot <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> Bookshelves are falling off. <laughs> TVs are being drugged down the road, but hey. By the cord. <laughs> it's less you got to move. Nobody likes moving. <laughs> Nobody likes moving. Yeah. I'd rather only move once. Um, yes, but that's just not how it works. Or is it? No, it's not. How did we get here? Uh, <laughs> I drove. I don't know about you. Anyway, this is stupid. Uh, <laughs> you asked what it is in reference to, and that would be, dear God, what is it actually called? Oh no! You, you only live once. Yeah, no. There we go. I was like, you only die you only live, twice. You only live twice. You only live twice. There we go. There you go. Which is not true at all. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah, it's a James Bond movie. It was, I think, it was the last official one with Sean Connery before he came back for like after Roger Moore had made his appearance and all this. Where he came back to live for the second time. He came back. Yeah, he came back to move out of his parents' house. (laughs) Mom, Dad, I've got to go save the world again. Sean, why do you sound like that? You work with the British people. Yeah. (laughs) Drives his parents' uh, station wagon out, which has machine guns in the headlights also. But (laughs) whose doesn't? I don't know why, but I wanted to interrupt you when you said drives his parents home, and I was going to say bagpipes, and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Who's strangling catch out there? Give me a synopsis of this episode, Shay. You have the notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to go straight from memory, so... Dear God. Um, yeah, so the episode goes, essentially, Bumbling Idiot gets mistaken for being not an idiot. Somehow, he, he's worked there the longest. Yeah, but, ten years. Yeah, and... A shady, too-good-to-be-true individual gives him some sort of job, and then he tackles a secret agent at the end. I would say, fat guy watches supervillain blow up a bridge while his house cleans itself. <laughs> <laughs> that was much better. Um, this episode kind of starts out in a... I don't know if at the time, if they were trying to have it be like a... kind of a shocking plot moment, but they, uh, the Simpsons move... From Springfield. Yeah. Uh, so I read that maybe like they were trying to make it seem like they were actually going to move away from the town. For good. Yeah. Because if, if you'll notice, like the entire town shows up to say goodbye to them as they're just driving yeah. away. They but, milk it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I get it. And and then what they're I leaving. like is Homer's response after that, after like there's all this heartfelt, like we get the catch phrases like Nelson's haha and all this. And then this town's really been good to us. And Bart's like, no, it hasn't. That's where we're leaving. <laughs> oh, yeah. So long, stink town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so after our bad plot synopsizes, do you want to walk us through how this goes and we'll, uh, we'll kind of break her down? Yeah. We've got some running gags. That's kind of one of the things that I want to focus on here that are pretty like, fun. Sounds like me when I actually run. I hate running. <laughs> I swallowed a bee. All right, so we start out. There's an open field in the sky. The clouds are forming, and then they blow away, and then... The Simpsons. <laughs> Just Alice talking to the entire... So, uh, you know, let's talk about the couch gag first thing. You know, of course, that's... Simpsons notorious, or I don't know, notorious, famous for the couch gag. They come in parachuting. Yeah. The family's like coming down gracefully, but Homer's hasn't opened, and so he lands smacking down. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that relates to anything that happened at the time. Sometimes, you know, they're kind of relevant Yeah. to stuff that happens, but I don't think that one. No. I don't Maybe. Think so. It's just Hopefully a random not. one. It's like, yeah, this guy died from not opening his parachute, so. And the Simpsons like, all right, let's make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you. So okay. I remember like in the late 90s when The Simpsons was on, you know, Fox 32 at five and six. <laughs> and for like a year straight, the couch gag was nothing but 
did you experience this? Do you remember this? There was one couch gag that that's all they ever showed. I remember sitting around with my family and like it would always be the double where they walk in and they're already like oh. there's a Simpsons already on the couch. Uh, I don't really remember. No, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We're pretty violent TV watchers, so I recall every time that happened, being like 10 years old, and we're like, what the hell is this? Comics. We saw the double at five. <laughs> Except TV throws it out the window. <laughs> we went through a lot of TVs. Uh, <laughs> There's just a pile of them on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> they watch a lot of TV. Uh, no, I don't remember that. Uh, it was just that same one, you thought? Yeah, it was like huh. for... Seemed like a year straight, and we're like, "What the hell is this?" I demand something new. <laughs> I want your creativity. <laughs> it was like four seconds of a of this thirty minute episode, and we're like starting anarchist revolutions because the couch gag was the same as the last time. <laughs> That's right. First it's this, and then you change Shonic. Shonic. First this, and then you change Shonic. <laughs> I'm stuck in Sean Connery mode. <laughs> Sean Connery the Hedgehog. Sean Connery. Um, uh, so speaking of Sean Connery, like this whole episode is a parody of the James Bond film franchise. Go yeah. Chime in with that now and then. Um, so we start out with Smithers gets offered a job. <laughs> yeah. To go. He very much in his character turns it down like 12 straight times. Now. <laughs> and so this is the like the first running gag that I caught is that they are they're kind of hinting that Smithers is gay because they never go right out and say it because they're like with all uh, health benefits for you and your life partner. Oh right, yeah. Then when Homer comes back later on to tell Marge, he's like, Marge, I got a job, but it's got full benefit for me and my life partner, <laughs> <laughs> which is her. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he already agrees to it before. <laughs> before he asks her. <laughs> and so they don't want to leave Springfield, of course, and so uh, Homer's trying to convince them. He puts in a VHS tape that's an ad for it. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this, yeah. yeah, it's like a, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a, like a VHS that's promoting this town of, uh, what the hell is it called? Um, uh, Cypress Creek. Cypress Creek, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, yeah, it's like how this town was a dump before, but it keeps, you know, changing into like, it shows how it's changed over time and yeah. magically like poofs to something else and all these nice new buildings are coming up. And when it goes, <laughs> my favorite part is it goes to a hobo on the sidewalk and then it, Poof, magically changes him, and he's a mailbox. <laughs> I was like, ah, yes, much better. <laughs> I love that bit. I, I think I read that the, uh, the hobo is like supposed to um, resemble James L. Brooks or something. Oh, really? Which <laughs> <laughs> I thought was great. I was like, yeah, they just constantly make fun of the creators of that show. <laughs> Get well, out put- of my office! <laughs> <laughs> What Mr. Groening meant to say, according to his attorney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this beautiful Montana mountainside attraction with pine trees everywhere. And and again, it just adds to the confusion of where the hell do they live? Yeah. Because they get up to Cypress Creek and there's uh, redwoods and like stuff. <laughs> and like, but he said that it's upstate. <laughs> yeah, that's as vague as so, they leave it. 
It's upstate somewhere. Because I think uh, Cypress Creek is supposed to be like a like a Silicon Valley kind of you know um, yeah place, and then that would make sense because there's like redwood trees, but then that implies <laughs> that they live in like Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell knows? Uh, yeah, we've got like Ohio, Kentucky, Oregon, and they're like, let's just throw some geographical randomness right here. <laughs> Any town, USA. <laughs> oh. The Springfield is in all of us. We put the spring in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> Are you flushing springs down the toilet? 999 springs to flush down. <laughs> Springy the spring. <laughs> When he, he gets a gag gift, peanut can to Lenny, and it shoots a spring under his eyelid. Ow, my eye! <laughs> I got one for you too, Carl. They all come and they're tugging. Ugh. Oh, man. That's not even this episode. <laughs> no, no. We've, we're uh, talking about a different one now. Uh, <laughs> so Marja agrees, and they decide that uh, they're going to sell the house. And this is another one of the running gags that they have, that their house is just an absolute dump. The chimney falls down. <laughs> it pops down right in the background. My but, favorite part of that is in, like, the next shot, it's still, like, it's, yeah. it's in the, like, it's in the um, you know, what do you, oh, my God, in the good. <laughs> what do you call it? It's in, like, the pan out shot of the house, yeah. like <laughs> The chimney laying on the ground in pieces. <laughs> And then Bart falls through the roof, and Bart pushes him up with a, a little help. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that too was like when they were packing up the uh, the moving van. Like again, uh, you're talking about running gags. Is uh, yeah. they add to the uh, Homer borrowing all of Ned Flanders' stuff. It's like, is there any chance you know you can? Since you guys are moving, do you think you're gonna need all the stuff that you borrowed from me over the year? And he goes, he's like, yeah. Like <laughs> There's like his belt sander and like his lawnmower and. <laughs> A grill. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's the the Christmas one where they squander the town's money. Uh, and so the town, to break even, they go and take all the stuff from their house. And, like, people are taking the cat and dog and all this stuff. And then Ned Flanders is taking something. And you see it's a grill that says property of Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the time they they used a piece of his roof of his house as a snow plow <laughs> on his car? And he's like, "Didn't you have a plow business?" And he's like, "No, I didn't." And he's wearing the Mister Plow jacket. <laughs> Starts singing the song. Like, again is Mister Plow. <laughs> I like when uh, they their air conditioning goes out during the heat wave, and then Flanders pops in. And goes, I hate to be a negative Nancy, but did you steal my air conditioner? And it shows the fences knocked over. The window's been ripped out at Ned's. There are all these muddy footprints. And then it's like propped up with a bunch of two-by-fours at Homer's house. <laughs> and he's like, now Ned. <laughs> oh, Ned. What a sucker. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell, diddly-ding-dong crap. <laughs> and you, Homer? You're the worst human being I've ever met. Hey, I got off easy. <laughs> I don't even know you, but I'm sure you're a jerk. Hey, I just got here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we successfully talked about four different episodes in this one. <laughs> this is uh, basically how a standard conversation goes between us, though. It just Well, I liked it when you were over the other day, and we started watching Homer versus the City of New York, whatever it is, and Sean was like, it's on all the time, and I'm just like... Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Even when I sleep, 
Uh, okay, so they're moving, they pack it up, <laughs> and they finally drive to whatever the hell that name of town is again. <laughs> Cypress Creek. Cypress yeah. Creek. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice little nice little town, wouldn't you say? Mm, yeah. It's, it's got purple mountains majesty. <laughs> Ooh, and fields of, wavy fields of grain, and it's the, the home of the brave. Uh, <laughs> I've been working on the rail. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to their house, and uh, <laughs> they get a greeting from my, probably my favorite guest character on oh, yeah. The Simpsons. Which character is this? Homer. <laughs> Ned Flanders. <Yeah. laughs> He's followed them, tracked them down to get his belt used. Sander. Yeah, he gets his. He, Ned Flanders loves a good belt sander. Uh, <laughs> he will not be denied. Diddly. Diddly. <laughs> so we get uh, Hank Scorpio, who's voiced by Albert Brooks. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised by like, you know, obviously we know who Albert Brooks is, but I'm looking at movies that this guy's been in, and there were like four that I knew. Yeah, I don't. So it was weird. I feel like I got his voice mixed up with another guest star or something because I felt like I recognized like there was a, I thought there was a guest star that I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize who that was, and he's yeah. been in so many things, and I thought that was Hank Scorpio. And I don't think so. Like, well, this might be it. Because, because uh, there's only, like you said, a few things that I recognize him from. Like he was um, Nemo's dad in Finding yeah. Nemo. Was it Marlin or? I think Marlin. That sounds right. Fish, Marlon Brando. Big yeah. fish. Yeah, Marlin Brando the fish. Like, Nemo, where you go? I need to find my thumb. Blah blah he blah. blah, blah. <laughs> He's a yeah. fish. That's all he says. <laughs> Blah, 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 gurgle, I'm, gurgle. I'm a fish, you know. We got to do fish things, hey. What a little they done to my boy. Look at how they massacred my boy to take him off somewhere. Uh, yeah, so he was Nemo's dad. Uh, he was in Drive, but I've not actually seen Drive, but I heard it's a good movie. Same. It's about um, Driver's Ed. Um, <laughs> no, but then he was... Uh, Apparently, Russ Cargill, which is the villain yeah. in the Simpsons movie, That's what which I, was I say. Yeah. totally forgot about. It's been forever since I've seen that. Um, so, fun fact about that, though, since we're on it. Uh, so, I read that they actually were th- thinking about bringing Hank Scorpio back to be the villain in the Simpsons movie. Oh. But then they settled on this other guy. But Albert Brooks also voices him. But right. I think I think I read it was that they felt that. Hank Scorpio was too beloved, and they didn't really want to make him like a villain villain. Yeah, I could see that. So then they they ended up, they brought Albert Brooks back, but then just had him do a different character. Um, which makes complete sense in my head now, because like, I went back and watched a scene from it, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's completely Albert Brooks, and that's yeah. just like him. It sounds, as soon as I close my eyes, I'm like, that's Hank Scorpio. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want ten tough guys and ten soft guys. Make the tough guys look tougher. I want to go like this. Soft, tough. Tough, soft, tough, soft, tough, tough. <laughs> Regardless of who he's playing, he is a fantastic voice actor. I I think that I read that he's played four different characters on The Simpsons. I should have looked up who the other two were. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know then. I don't know the other ones. Yeah, but he's he does a great job. Like Scorpio's 
just the rise and fall of his articulation and stuff. Albert Brooke kills it as Scorpio. It's great. I, I've read that he uh, like ad libbed most of his stuff, most of his lines in this episode, <laughs> and which makes it even better because oh, uh, yeah. I think it was like the entire um, the entire hammock thing too was obviously ad libbed <laughs> by him, which is just fantastic. It's one of my favorite bits. Oh, the hammock district. <laughs> yes, <laughs> actually, that's on third. Uh, hammocks, hammocks, hammocks. It's on third too. <laughs> like he got some recognition for this IGN named him um, one of the best guest stars on the Simpsons and this is named the best episode of season 8 by IGN so he got a lot of recognition I agree for with that. that yeah yeah that's it, impressive it was... for only doing four four total guest appearances but like two that we can only think of yeah he's voted as one of the best Simpsons guest you know, guest characters or whatever. I know who the other one is. One of the other ones. It just popped in my head. It's when, this is where we get like the Rain Man Simpsons thing happening here. There's nothing flying in there. (laughs) It's like when the iron helps us play all around my head. (laughs) Hello, Joe. (laughs) You should die before you wake. That old plan. Definitely. Definitely heard the voice before. Definitely heard him before. (laughs) He's, uh, (laughs) <laughs> when Bart is uh, going to the self-help seminar or whatever, and he's like, if you're not a human being, then what are you? And Bart goes, a human going. And that's what they, they, they want everyone to be like Bart, you know, be like the boy and all that. But, yeah, the guy running the seminar, that's Albert Brooks. That's Scorpio. Man, I really don't remember that episode. Uh, it's a good one. I think it's it might be the one – where the Simpsons get a trampoline, maybe? I don't Trampoline. know. That's one of the wonderful things about this show. There are nine different major events that happen yeah. in each episode, and it's like, I think that's the same one. I was like, <laughs> you just mentioned two completely opposite plot points. <laughs> but are they in the same episode? Probably, yeah. They may or may not actually relate in the episode either. So we get Hank Scorpio introduced. Tell us about our first introduction to Scorpio. <laughs> Yeah, so he he just happens to like show up at the front door. Uh, he takes off his shoes, throws them out the window at one point. What was it? His moccasins. Get the hell out of here! Yeah. <laughs> what does he say about the homeless people? Uh, oh, she's like, I, Marge says, I keep expecting to get the bums rush. Oh right, he's <laughs> like we don't have bun, bums here, Marge. But if we did, we'd let them go at their own pace. Say, I watch him on a fun run right now. See you at work tomorrow. <laughs> he's barefoot. <laughs> and they run through his front yard. What a bunch of disrespectful people. Terrible. At least Scorpio was nice enough to take his moccasins off. That's right. Ever seen this guy say goodbye to a shoe? Yeah, once. Yeah. <laughs> when? When? <laughs> goodbye, sweet loafer. Like <laughs> my loafers for my gophers. Yes. Yes. Was that a skin my shoefers? <laughs> oh. So Homer gets hired at Globex Corporation, and he tries to be, like, the ideal employee. And so he's he's given management over those three guys, and he's like, I need you to be a trustworthy, you know, management position and all that. And we get them walking around at the uh, Globex Corporation, and then there's the coat scene. Yeah. <laughs> Homer, I want you to hang my coat up on the wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> just getting Homer like he's so like 
high strung. It's yeah. like he's on coke for this role. I'd believe it. I mean, if he's got sugar in his pockets, he's probably got crack somewhere <laughs> or cocaine somewhere too. Uh, I don't know how drugs work. Um, uh, <laughs> here, Globex, we don't believe in walls. Matter of fact, I didn't even give you my coat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously we're going to watch it again in our lifetime because we've only seen it 75 times before. But oh, yeah. When, right after he says, I didn't even give you my coat. And it's like the camera spins him real fast. And you see his smile twitch even wider in like a split second. Like he's crazy. He's kind of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can we go back to the fact that Homer is the like third longest employed person at the nuclear power plant? <laughs> including Mr. Burns. Yeah, I was like, including Mr. Burns and Smithers. So, like, either he was, like, the first employee that they ever hired or he's just outlasted everyone else somehow. Either they – I'm assuming they either died because of some sort of, like, safety infraction or or they're just, you know, the worst management, which, I mean, hey. Yeah. That's, you know – There's the the Homer's enemy with Frank Grimes. That's where they're talking about it, and they're like – uh, Carl, he's got a degree in nuclear engineering, and Lenny, he's got a, a chemical engineering degree. And like Homer, he just showed up the day the plant opened, and they hired him. And he goes, hey, I didn't even know what a nuclear panor plant was. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a safety inspector. <laughs> good God. So uh, things look good for Homer at Globex, but things are not good for the family. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we actually get that exact yeah. <laughs> musical cue multiple times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Marge is at home. Uh, it's such like a, it's such a futuristic house that it's like watering all the plants and the oven's <laughs> cleaning itself. She's like, what is that? The, the, the vacuum's on, um, is it like dirt patrol or like? And Maggie's enjoying her swing of a She's trying to hit the off button <laughs> with every swing. I think Maggie in the older seasons is such an underrated character. They used her perfectly. She was rarely the focus in any scene, but mm-hmm. like it would just have her in the background doing random stuff. And that's yeah. one of the scenes that was so great. She's kind of like a proto Stewie in the fact that she was always smarter than a baby should be. And that exactly. like they recognized her to be like, wouldn't, when, what was the one she shot all the mobsters, wasn't it, in that one episode? <laughs> yeah. And then they see her hurry up, hide the rifle under her bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. I feel like I don't know if she's in a lot of the newer episodes or how they use her, but I don't care. Uh, yeah, I was like, I, I couldn't <laughs> care any less, honestly. <laughs> couldn't care less. Not gonna. Not gonna care less. So, yeah, then it, that drives Marge into, like, a... She starts to drink and all that because uh, she's got nothing to do. A glass of wine a day. I know doctors say you should drink a glass and a half, but I just can't drink that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, every time she pours a glass. Dun, dun. And so we get to see Bart at school. I love the scene. So he's like a class clown everything. They love him. And then the teacher shows up, writes a sentence on the board in cursive. And it says, I wrote down, Quentin and Tammy went to school or something like that. And it's in cursive. And he's like, Bart, why don't you read it? And he goes, to Wentum and Jolly. And he's like, you never learned cursive? Well, I know hell and damn it. <laughs> <Yeah. big." laughs> he thinks they're talking about swear words, yeah. <laughs> doesn't even know what cursive is. <laughs> Not the multiplication tables? <laughs> I know of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, then they, they take him to that remedial class. Uh, 
Oh, what is it called? <laughs> the leg up program. Yeah, the leg up. <laughs> it's a bunch of, you know, like learning impaired kids or whatever. Um, <laughs> and they all are the same kid. Yeah, they all have like Ralph's haircut. Uh, <laughs> and voice. Yeah. <laughs> she was, well, that one kid's like, I fell off the jungle gym and then woke up here. I'm from Canada. They think I'm slow, eh? <laughs> I start fires. <laughs> My favorite part is that they have circles of paper. They can't even have corners to paper. <laughs> He's like, so we're behind the class, but we're expected to catch up to them by going slower than them. Wendell, Dot, Dara. Yeah, good stuff. That's when we uh, we cut to Homer back at work. And um, he's pushing the guys to work really hard. He's got Tom Landry's hat now. (laughs) And so they're saying they're really tired. And he gets like this big brain bomb. And he's like, what you guys need is hammocks. (laughs) That's his big idea. Hammocks? Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, then that leads to the um, one of my favorite lines, like back and forth between uh, Scorpio and Homer. Uh, So, yeah, he said he recommends that they get work hammocks. And so then Homer's, you know, obviously goes to Hank, Mr. Scorpion. Um, <laughs> don't call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Mr. Scorpio, but don't call me that either. <laughs> <laughs> call me Hank. <laughs> so Homer goes to him to try and get work hammocks, and they have this great uh, discussion. So it's, uh, <laughs> he tries to figure out where to get these. He's like, all right, Homer, there's four places you can get hammocks from. A hammock cut? He's like, that's on third. Uh-huh. Hammocks RS? It's also on third. Put your butt there. He's like, swing lots sweet chariot. He's like, matter of fact, they're all in the same complex. He's like, oh, the hammock complex. And he's like, oh, yes, the hammock district. <laughs> Implying that there's an entire part of this town dedicated to hammocks. <laughs> then he talks about Mary's hammocks. Good thing about Mary's oh, right, hammocks. Yeah. She, Mary gets in the hammock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Homer is just so completely clueless in this episode. It's just <laughs> Hank Scorpio yelling nonsense at him the whole time. <laughs> You'll notice we're very like, casual uh-huh. here. Yes, sir. I will notice that, Mr. Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's just like rolls with everything in this episode. And that makes it even funnier because, you know, it's implied, you know, as far as Hank's concerned, he was brought to Globex because he was the most competent member of, you know, Springfield Nuclear yeah. Plant. But it's just because he was there for a long time, but he's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was their criteria that they were like, this is who we got to find. I mean, I guess on paper, if the guy's been a safety inspector for like over 10 years, then you'd imagine, especially for a plant that hasn't completely exploded. Uh, like it's in one piece, so I guess you kind of can't argue with them somehow. I mean, good Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, probably not the best hire for them, but I guess... Well, I mean, I guess Globex does kind of come out on top. They do. Yeah, they seize the West Coast. (laughs) East Coast. East Coast, my bad. Which, which, I mean, okay, so that further... Yeah, wait. Because... What coast are they on? Yeah. What is this? They've got sequoias. (laughs) Either he launched a full attack on a completely different side of the country, (laughs) or they're on the East Coast... (laughs) It's almost as if they don't know where the hometown is. <laughs> what is this? That's brilliant. 
And so going along with that, this is also where we find out Scorpio is a supervillain. And he blows up a bridge. And that guy's like, maybe it collapsed on its own. <laughs> He's like, we can't take that chance. You always say that. Wait. I want to take a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have, he's like, uh, you have 32 hours or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so then we have Homer come back to Scorpio. This is, so you've got the hammock bit. I think my favorite is when Homer comes to Scorpio for sugar for his coffee. Yeah. And he's like, you got any sugar? And he's like, uh, yeah, hold on a second. And he reaches in his pocket, and you hear, like, change jingling around. And then he takes <laughs> yeah. out two handfuls of sugar, puts them in Homer's hand. He goes, sorry, it's not in packages. You want some cream? And Homer's like, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's at least aware of that. Yeah, like, that's, and that's, like, no. <laughs> the only thing Homer is truly aware of is, like, that that's shady. <laughs> that you shouldn't take cream. From this man who doesn't have it in, like, packages, but <laughs> it's, nothing I think that, else. That also says so much about Scorpio's character, like, because he is an awesome guy. Like, he's a super villain, but he's, like, the best boss. He's super nice. He, like, legitimately likes Homer, and he carries sugar around in his pockets. <laughs> so does he only like Homer, then, because he's clueless? So he'll know, he knows that, like, he won't report on his dealings? I don't know. That's, you know... Because with all the explosions and stuff are going on later on, this is another great scene. Is when he's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I'm having a little trouble with the government and all that." And it's like, "I don't know. Uh, now's not really a good time, Homer." And there's like <laughs> machine guns going off everywhere, and like <laughs> government troops are repelling in. <laughs> They're pouring like scalding oil on them. <laughs> yeah, he hits the he hits the button. It drops acid on a whole bunch of them. <laughs> They've got, like, that Bond girl doing backflips and breaks a guy's yeah, she neck. She breaks the dude's <laughs> neck. <It's> like... <laughs> he straight up watches it happen, too. Oh. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah but he's like, if you go ahead and kill someone on your way out, that could do me a, do me a big favor. <laughs> it just kicks that grenade. Just <laughs> <laughs> a flamethrower down. <laughs> And so that that screech out right there became, you know, the kill it with fire meme for the longest oh, right, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Look at that. Oh, Thanks, Scorpio. It's the gift that keeps on giving, really. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. There's also the most glaring James Bond reference in this one. Mr. Bunt. Yes, Mr. Bunt. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I guess they wanted to use the name James Bond, but they're worried that, like, Fox was going to sue them. <laughs> or, no, they are Fox. Yeah, it'd be like boo, uh, whatever. The, whoever Metro the British Goldwyn government. That's no, just England. England, the whole England, England the whole country of England, <laughs> the whole England was gonna sue them. The Queen herself. How dare you use my property? <laughs> Hits him with a cane, probably. <laughs> Hits him with a tennis racket <laughs> or a cricket bat. Cricket Ooh, bat. Yes. Ooh, that's very British. Or like one of those little horse whips. <laughs> Crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, we call cookies biscuits. <laughs> so anyway, James Bond. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have enough breadcrumbs to get back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they uh, they obviously throw in a, a, a little reference to James Bond. It's... James Bunch or whatever, and it's like the like a reference to uh, 
was it Goldfinger, right? Where yeah, they try so. and cut him in half with a laser. Yeah. Scorpio, you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think he flips a coin into it and like reflects it. Flax? Made riff, that up. Riff uh, raffs. He uh, riff raffs and uh, flaxseed oils it uh, <laughs> <laughs> into the laser. It perfectly like <laughs> makes the laser like hit all of the uh, like the shackles, you, the restraints. Yeah, the yeah. shackles or whatever on him, and then he, he was able to get out, which is really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets away, and then uh, he's about to escape, and of course. Uh, Homer's there. He's at a vending machine and he can't get his dollar to go in. Like Stop him! He's supposed to die. Tackles <laughs> <laughs> him, and then all of his lackeys just shoot him mercilessly with machine guns. So there you have it. That's how James Bond dies. Uh, I assume, I assume that's how it'll happen in the next Bond movie. No, no, no. He doesn't have time for that. It's oh, in right. The title. There's absolutely no time to die uh, <laughs> whatsoever. He doesn't wear a watch for the next film. I assume that it's going to be a movie of Daniel Craig running a bunch of errands, like dry cleaning and getting groceries, getting calls from M. And he's like, I can't take the call. I'd have no time to die. Or like die is the very last on his list. And he's always just like, Ah, and he's just rushing around, keeps crossing <laughs> off things, but keeps looking down at the last thing, which is to die. And he's just like, ah. The final moment, he finishes the last thing, which is like mow the lawn, and then underneath that is die. And he goes, ah, and it just cuts to the credits. <laughs> I guess I'll have to die another day. And then Madonna comes in. I don't know if that's how the song goes. He tries to like water ski away from a big wave and a Laser and a guy with diamonds in his face, I think. Diamond face. He's Is that one of the worst Bond movies? Boy, it's been a long time since I've watched through a lot of Bond movies, but I feel like it's pretty bad. That's one of the worst ones. The tidal wave, you remind me of that, and that kind of did it for me. He's so rubbery. He's just kind of <laughs> bouncing around. And it's so, like cool, like from 2003. We're like, whoa, yeah. he's like parasailing down a big wave that was a time when like fast and the furious was at its peak and it wasn't a running joke anymore and so we liked stuff like that and uh, i feel like we should watch fast the fast and furious movies there's only like 17 of them (laughs) like they've started way after star wars but they've already made as many movies (laughs) i think i feel like they're coming out with one every other year it's really ridiculous and they also have time to do spinoffs. They're like Hobbs and Shaw, because we've just, already written the next Fast and Furious movie. That just seemed like an absurd movie, too. It's like, Ugh. what are you guys even doing anymore? Uh, <laughs> it, is this even about cars? I, I don't uh, They're like rappelling with cars. They're swinging off ropes in cars. They're diving <laughs> out of... It's like... It's like an action movie if Transformers didn't transform out of cars. <laughs> they were They just stuck. had to do a bunch of cool stuff still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swinging on ropes and flying around and getting... Uh, who knows? Uh, yeah. Hopefully they'll stop making please. them. Please. I don't know. I feel like they've just gotten very, very absurd. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty but absurd then, you know, in the first place. I haven't seen them. But, I, like, the way that the first one started, I feel like that seemed really, like, that was just about yeah. underground, like, racing. Not actually underground. 
because that would be absurd. But that could be the plot of the next one. <laughs> That's probably what it Who is. Who knows? They're like racing along a fault line in a molten landscape. <laughs> it's a combination of various uh, Dwayne Johnson movies. Like, what was it? San Andreas that he was in. San Andreas. Which is like another skyscraper and bland disaster movie. Not featuring John Cusack. Good riddance. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what a piece of trash. Ooh, I got black hair and I'm in movies. <laughs> I'm John Cusack. Yeah, I know. You're terrible. <laughs> I know. I could smell you, okay? Yeah. You know, <laughs> why don't you jump out of a plane, but not in a car with a parachute in it, probably. And just, yeah. Hey, that's what the couch gag was in reference to. John Cusack's accident in the 90s where he jumped out of a plane without a parachute. <laughs> that's why he is the way that he is now. <laughs> You're like, that explains a lot. Yeah. If he's listening, I I hope he feels this. I hope it hurts. Retire. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> you didn't do anything, and you can't do anything. So, there. I said it. Oh. Cues suck. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Anyway, what the hell were we talking about? The family's ready to go back to Springfield because now right. Lisa, we have Lisa's issue where she's allergic to everything. Yeah. I, I love the chipmunk. <laughs> Hi, little chipmunk. Also, real quick, how is she not in school and Bart's in school? Yeah. She's never in school. Yeah. She's just out in the woods? While he's in classes, she's being all flower child out in she's the woods. She thinks she's smart enough where she doesn't have to go to school? She I mean, she probably is. Probably but. is but. I don't know. This is a pretty highfalutin school. You like that good vocabulary, highfalutin? Highfalutin. Highfalutin, good time. It weren't nothing for me to think of that word. <laughs> highfalutin, boot scootin', good time. <laughs> Yeehaw! What the cousin loving is going on here? So Lisa's got those allergies. Probably because she's not going to school, so she uh, deserves That's right. it. She didn't get all of her shots before school, so now she's <laughs> allergic to everything. Why don't you go die in the woods somewhere, Lisa? <laughs> she did. That's what happens. The end. This has been a fun episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that chipmunk, she's like, oh, my little chipmunk friend, I'm allergic to everything. And so it blows a dandelion in her face. Yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just blast her with it. <laughs> Shotgun blast. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so eventually that leads them all to, like, have a dinner discussion where, you know, they don't like... They all end up not liking the, you know, the new town that they're in, and Homer's the only one who's actually having a good time. And yeah. He's like, for once in my life, I'm actually good at my job. <laughs> I'm like, what even is your job? I was going to say, he doesn't even have a job. He just tells the other guys to work faster. Yeah, like what? So Globex sent out someone to hire the most senior member from the nuclear power plant just to be like, I guess a manager. I, I eh, guess. I mean, what does he? What does he say? He's like, um, are you guys working? He's like, yes, sir. yes, Mister Simpson, sir. He's like, could you uh, work any harder? Yeah, sure. And then they're like, they type faster. faster. <laughs> So, yeah, then they decide they want to move back, and Homer's not happy about it. But, you know, that's what you get when a chipmunk shotgun blasts a dandelion in your face. 
thought, I mean, we didn't think this was going to last. I mean, obviously, they're they're not going to move away from Springfield. Yeah, I mean, for long. That's they would have to establish entirely new characters, and I mean, we're eight. I don't know, eight seasons in. I think in the moment, watching that new because I don't remember the first time I saw this episode. Like, if you saw it new, would you believe? That they were actually leaving Springfield, and this was because I mean we're eight seasons in at this point, which is a record at that time, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know, like because it, it could be, it could work because you know you've got like, I mean, just I'm just imagining a scenario where like you get to see Hank Scorpio regularly. Yeah, he could be kind of like because he's he's kind of like you know this sinister boss, but not in the way that like Mr. Burns is overtly sinister. Yeah. He's more of a fun-loving, yeah, nice guy, but he's a super villain. <laughs> a super villain, but yeah, Mr. Burns is more like, yeah, like I said, just a in-your-face kind of villainy. So that'd be like a nice change, still kind of the same setup, but a little different. And yeah, uh, Homer's in a, a useless kind of job still, so not much really changed. That's something that I had on here. Like this is. A standard Simpsons work story, you know, when we focus on Homer and other episodes at work and all that. Mm-hmm. The fact that Scorpio is a supervillain is that it's it's almost inconsequential. It almost doesn't matter to the storyline because yeah. it's just little jokes here and there that are thrown in. This could be anywhere that Homer's working and Scorpio's a zany character and all that. It's just a nice because bonus that he's crazy villainous. Yeah, because it, it like literally it doesn't affect Homer whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> One, because he's, like, completely unaware of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and then it just it just never happens to really affect him other than, like, Scorpio employs him and adds another story to his house and yeah. uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a fun, like, this is absurd, but yeah, it doesn't really affect him. I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you think they would ever bring him back or do you think they ever should? That's actually a question that I had here I was going to ask you. Um, Mm. See, I think that it would have been awesome to have him as the villain in the Simpsons movie, but kind of the way they already were talking with it and the way you said, they had to be careful. You know, he was a lovable character, and they didn't want to make him purely evil. They would have had to – the story would have been very different. Um, Yes. I I don't know. So, do I want Scorpio back? Honestly, he could have already been in an episode recently, and I wouldn't know because I don't watch well, the newer episodes. Well, yeah. <laughs> we haven't. Yeah, I have, I can't remember the last time I watched a new episode of The Simpsons. Uh, maybe one of the newer ones I saw was like the Family Guy Simpsons crossover, which was actually much better than I thought it, it was, was going to be. It was pretty good. I did uh, like that. It was actually a really good blend of both shows, which. Could have been really hard to do, but they yeah. they, they seem to do it. By golly. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I need Hank Scorpio to come back yeah. just because I, I like, yeah, like I said, I feel like they kind of captured lightning in a bottle. I like, it's just a neat little package. This one episode, it's good. I like it, yes. but it doesn't need to be explored. The fact that he never comes back up again is also kind of absurd. It's <laughs> uh, because he, you know, he takes over the entire East coast according to this episode so the, the like you would think that he would you'd hear of him again but you never do because he's just, just everything about him is crazy and absurd and <laughs> he's such a just huge like character. sugar in your pockets you know yeah. why is he there <laughs> how did he get there he gives homer the denver broncos and that yeah. never comes <laughs> back too it's 
It's perfect. It's one of those where everything that happens in this episode is so inconsequential. That's one thing that I like about The Simpsons. There's barely continuation between episodes. And this one is absolutely one of those. It's like, where's Scorpio? The Denver Broncos. <laughs> and as they're going to catch the ball, the last scene you get is where it's hitting the guy on the head. He misses the catch. So if you're, if you're into sports, there's a fun fact about that. Because he's, he's so disappointed by that. But that's funny because um, the Broncos were among the top NFL teams the year the episode aired, and then they won the first of two consecutive Super Bowls <laughs> uh, a year later, I think it was. Wow. So, like, you know, because at first I was like, wait, when did this take place? And if it was maybe, like, in the 80s, I was like, okay, then, yeah, they did kind of suck. But then, yeah, once I realized this, and I read this, obviously, when I learned that it came out in 96, I was yeah. like, well, they were actually pretty good. I think one of the characters was wearing number seven, which is their quarterback, which is a hall of, he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. I don't know what they were going for. If they were just, just trying to make fun of them because they were good, or yeah. if they were bad and they were just late, who knows? Nobody really cares. Yeah, uh, being, being <laughs> a sports joke, it's kind of timeless. So you know, it's. It, I think it makes it even better knowing that they were like on fire that year because watching it at the mm-hmm. time, you know that like Broncos fans are watching that like, what the hell? What? And then everybody else is like, yeah, <sighs> see, even the Simpsons say they suck, even though they're like the top right now. <laughs> they're, they're okay. <laughs> um, so I, I've got a question for you regarding the Simpsons uh, formula. We already basically yes? covered the ending there. And the secret Simpsons formula. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode of The Simpsons, at least the older ones, that's one of the things that I liked about it and many people like, is there's almost a moral to it or a heartwarming message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what the heartwarming message for this episode is, but... uh, Always carry sugar in your pockets. Okay, well, why don't you just steal all my ideas? (laughs) Actually, don't take cream from... uh, (laughs) From Hank Scorpio. Yeah, from Hank Scorpio, not a stranger. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think is like the heartwarming message or moral of this episode? Mm, that is, you know, I feel like I thought I knew it, but then it's actually not maybe as in my face as I thought. Uh, don't drink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't oh, No, You're going to have to, you're just going to tell me. Well, now I'm not going to, I'm going to leave you okay. in pain. <laughs> so this is terrible. <laughs> I think. That since it was a Homer-centered episode and all that, uh, there could be a couple things. First one, Homer's confidence is so high in this one. And there's that scene where the the workers, when he's like, can you work faster? And they go, sure thing, Mr. Simpson. He goes, hey, call me Homer. He loosens his tie, and for the rest of the episode, he's super happy. So we get to see this confidence in Homer, the Tom Landry hat. Like, Scorpio Mm -hmm. is awesome for Homer. Yeah, I bet yeah. people laughed when you told him your dream, didn't you? And he's like, yes, sir. He's like, well, people laughed at me when I wore a sport coat with jeans. Now everybody does it. <laughs> but, like, he's... Winner to own the Denver Broncos. Not the Denver Broncos. God. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Broncos. The Cowboy Broncos. <laughs> but, yeah, so Homer gets that confidence, and it just, like, it's a huge boost for him, so it's it's kind of a feel-good moment with that. But also he sacrifices his perfect job for his family. Um, yeah, and that um, I think it shows how much like family comes into account for or comes into play in like looking for jobs and yeah. how you can have the perfect job, but if your family doesn't mesh well with the environment that you're in, you know, then it might not be the best move to make. Yeah. So 
kind of sacrifice. Heartwarming message via the Simpsons yeah, that's, and two idiots. I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't know if they do that a lot in the newer ones or not. Again, it would help if we'd actually have a frame of reference and like <laughs> have seen any of them. But I, I do remember that as like a kid watching it that always had some sort of message that would kind of linger. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know if I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I hope shows are still doing stuff like this. Yeah. And then it's not just all absurdist comedy. Um, and that's why I kind of get frustrated when people really dog on the Simpsons, especially like, uh, they're like, well, my parents never let me watch it growing up, you know, or maybe someone our age. And I'm like, yeah, you act like it's the worst show ever. But like, maybe if you want to like lump, like maybe Beavis and Butthead or some of the um, other, uh, oh, what's his name? Yes, like South Park or Mike like Judge. Mike, Mike Judge shows. Well, those, uh, granted, aren't all bad. Right. Because King of the Hill also had a lot of. I was going to make a comment on more, that too. Yeah. heartwarming or heartwarming or just lessons to be taught. Yeah. It was a little bit more adult at times, but I wouldn't say anything like X-rated. Yeah. Or like, it wasn't like know. vulgar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like, I think people just latch onto this idea that it's this kind of, is this uh I guess a cartoon that's marketed kind of towards adults and yeah. they just assume that it's adult as in, yeah, like, suggestive themes or bad or that it's teaching you know bad morals and stuff like that but i would say that they're stupid and wrong (laughs) i think that they're damn donkeys (laughs) no i again and i can't speak to what they're doing today with the show but i think at least with what we grew up with and you know that it it was okay (laughs) yeah i mean there were some i've seen bits and pieces of new episode or of new seasons. I mean, I've seen full episodes and whatnot. And one of the things that I do dislike about the new ones is they're hurting the wholesomeness of our characters. Cause obviously Homer's not perfect and all that, mm-hmm. but like the, the worst we ever saw him was with Mindy. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the entire time he's like resisting it and he's like, whatever happens happens, but I'll do my best to resist it and all this stuff. And he ends up shooting her down later on. But in the new episodes, there are suggestions that he's actually cheated on Marge and all that. And it's like, yeah, that happens in real life and yeah. whatnot. But this is a nice escapism show where we find, like, all the th- problems that we deal with in our real life. We don't want to see that on here. Don't ruin these characters. No. It's, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be like that. You don't want it to be a big downer. Yeah. Because it's a cartoon. It's for, I mean, kids and, I guess, you know, adults at the same time. That's what I mean. I always liked is like at the the core of it, Homer was always a lovable, like loyal guy. There was a lot of episodes that focused on like his like Marge and his relationship. Yeah, you know, like how they met, and I always thought that was good. They they showed a, I mean, I guess a good marriage. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't perfect, but they always like show they were shown to love each other and all that. All that, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they, they've, they've kind of maybe just tried to take the same track that, like, Family Guy has, you know, and latch onto that kind of maybe shock yeah. kind of comedy and these kind of long, drawn-out bits. Right. It's uh, Which I like, 
but I don't know if that's what made The Simpsons The Simpsons. So, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna get <laughs> off that. Well, we could go on and on about uh, the problems we have we with have. new Simpsons, and yeah, we can't. And do another it. thing. <laughs> uh, the last thing that I've got for this episode <laughs> is the Scorpio song at the end. Oh right, the Scorpio. It's like a Goldfinger kind of thing. I, yeah, I never listened to the lyrics until we did this episode, and it talks about like beware of his generous pension, and it's about how he's an awesome boss and all this. It's like yeah, it, it says like he'll, he'll lure you in with free health care and all this stuff. It's great. <laughs> yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> and so that was like a nice, you know, the last seconds of it with that song they're making references to you know the james bond world because it sounds like the goldfinger theme but it's about how he's a good boss (laughs) (laughs) oh what was it they um was it i read that they yeah okay here it is that they even looked to bring in um is it shirley bassey i don't know if i got the last name right but they they wanted to bring her in who she sang a couple of actual original bond songs they thought about uh bringing her in to sing this uh but they couldn't get her to couldn't get her in to record the part because <laughs> uh, what else he, does, he also does the uh, max power oh yeah song, like uh goldfinger max power he's a man whose name you love to touch but you mustn't touch his, His name, name sounds, sounds good, good in, in your, your ear. ear, but when, but when you, say, you say it, you must fear. For His name can be said by anyone. <laughs> he does the gun right as Mr. Burns walks in. Ah, Max Power. <laughs> Thanks. He's like, that's a good name. Thanks. I got it from a hairdryer. <laughs> the big moment here. Ooh. The rating of an episode of The Simpsons. Mm. We we start with a high bar here. Um, yes. Do you have your rating system yet? I do. You do? I'm hoping we don't have the same thing. Okay. I have one, but I think it's going to be the same one. I'll let you go okay. first. All right. Uh, out of five handfuls of sugar. Son of a bitch. Hamish. That is, I was going to say <laughs> pockets of sugar. <laughs> All right, you can have that one. Got him. <laughs> I win this round. Take that and shove it in your pockets. So you're not answering my question. Oh, right, right, uh, right. Out of, five, <laughs> out of five handfuls of pocket sugar, what would you give this particular episode of The Simpsons? The only thing that's stopping me from saying straight up five out of five is because... We're still early in this, and I don't want to give the first Simpsons episode we review a straight five. Um, mm, yeah. It is awesome. Pressure I, is on. If I had to give it any flaws. Um, Not enough sugar? <laughs> I would say because I would like to see Maggie more miserable. In this episode, not because I want to see babies suffering, wow. which is that a nice bonus, terrible. <laughs> but every member of the Simpsons family is miserable. I think it would have been nice to She's see. She's just been trapped in that swinging thing the entire episode. <laughs> that's, that's really what just happened. <laughs> like maybe if the self-patrolling or the dirt patrol vacuum 
chased her in one scene or something. I, I don't know, just something. Yeah. And I would have liked to see Grandpa's reaction to this. So I read that there was actually deleted like scenes that they left out of here that had Grandpa. And what the hell was it? Um, they forgot him. I think <laughs> it was. <laughs> he was back in Springfield, and uh, let me. I gotta bring this up then. What? It would have been great if he walked down the stairs after they made the house abandoned. Yeah, like he was still <laughs> in the house. And then was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come too? <laughs> yes. Okay. It says that, yeah, there was originally a subplot involving Grandpa Simpson. They also spelled it G R A M P A. Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa Simpson, where he is left behind in Springfield and receives recorded greeting phone calls. I'm not really sure. It says the plot went on for four sequences, all of which were cut. Um, <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that would have entailed actually, but so there you go. You're not the only one. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. Well, since it didn't make it in the final episode, I will give this episode four and a half handfuls of pocket sugar out of five. Ooh. Pocket sugar. <laughs> Dale Gribble. Pocket sugar. All right. Um, hmm. See? I won. All right. I got one, though. It's not as good as pocket sugar, but it'll Nothing do. Nothing will ever be. <laughs> Out of five hammocks from Hammocks R Us, what would you give You Only Move Twice? Mm, that's good. That's a solid that's a solid rating. Yeah, I like pocket sugar better, but we'll that's take true. it. I mean if, if there was any <laughs> other choice you could have gone with, you you went you went great with the uh, the hammocks. <laughs> hammocks! Why didn't I think of that? Uh, <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariots. Um I think I'll have to go I'll have to go with an even four. Oh, because uh, I mean, I do like it a lot. Really, like I feel like not a lot actually happens in the episode. Yeah, the the, the subplots with like uh, Lisa and Bart are actually very very short. Yeah, which is are. fine. I mean, because it's it's focusing on Homer mm-hmm. and his job. Um, it's just very quick, I guess. Those other ones, which is fine. Like I said, it's focusing on Homer. So yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it is it is really good from what it focuses on, and that's Homer and Hank Scorpio. I love every minute of Albert Brooks as Hank oh Scorpio. Gosh, yes. So if it wasn't for him, this wouldn't be that good of an episode, honestly. No, no definitely. Um, not. So yeah, I think that's it. That's I mean, Albert Brooks's performance lifts it. Like you said, it's got some sort of heartwarming message yeah. in there. You know about the importance of family and all that, all that crap. Um, <laughs> Garbage. Yeah, I, I'm done talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I'll go with. I'll go with a four. I've spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken. Well, that sound means that we're, we're out of time. How, what do you... Yep, that's the sound that that means. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, we're glad you joined in for this, you know, whatever this was. <laughs> Um, if people want to reach out to us, how can they do that? They can get us via email at the number, Ooh. the digit, the icon to idiotspod at gmail.com. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> two. <laughs> two numbers. They can also get us on Instagram. Uh, what's that handle? And that's at two idiots pod. That's the first time I've got it that quickly in my life. Sing. 
But yes, you can look up just two idiots on Instagram, or you can type in the full name, which is two idiot or at two idiots pod. See, I already messed it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can kind of if you want to get on there on Instagram, you can see kind of some stuff that we're we might be talking about, some stuff, or I guess some more uh, real time reactions to stuff that's going on. Yes, in the world that is entertainment, uh, um, pop culture, movies, and TV, and. Pop culture, not like not like that, but like the culture surrounding various sodas. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I, I thought it was about old men named that people call pop. Like, hey, pop, what's your culture? Don't you talk to me? <laughs> um, All right. But yeah, yes. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you guys, you know, be be sure to tune in next week when we talk about some other stuff. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, go ahead and give us a write-in or a comment or various other things on those things that we just mentioned. But yeah, <laughs> we've had fun. Uh, talk to you next week. See you later, guys. Boy, just two idiots. We're just two.